Money FM 89.3, best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Morning, I'm Michelle Martin. Sydney and Seoul are trading stronger this morning, but Tokyo is in the red. Investors are keeping a close eye on the shares of Toyota and Honda following reports that the automakers have temporarily suspended production in Malaysia because of the country's lockdown. Also on investors' radars this week, economic data, a whole bunch of it. Joining me now to talk about all of this and more. He's Ryan Huang. Good morning, Ryan. Morning, Michelle. That's a lot of stuff to get through. Indeed. And it's hump day. So let's see how we do. U.S. investors returned from a three-day Memorial Day weekend to kick off June with a kind of a blah day. Markets opened higher, but early gains soon evaporated. The Dow Jones Industrial Average finished a tad higher. The S&P 500 and the Nasdaq closed marginally lower. Investors did show some interest in small caps, so the Russell 2000 closed up more than 1%. Now, many investors this week will be turning their attention from COVID-19 back to economic data. And with that renewed focus comes the return of a familiar fear, and that is inflation. So will the latest manufacturing, job numbers, investors uh, fret lead to the Fed to actually tighten credit? That in turn could be bad news for corporate profits and the markets, all of which is a bit in the future. But to get there, let's start with the past. Let's look to the latest manufacturing data. So Ryan, what do the latest numbers show for the month of May? Yeah, you do have a bit of a half glass, half full, half empty kind of scenario. If you look at the numbers, we saw it up for a 12 month in a row. But at the same time, it is a lower reading. And this is a drop from 55.1 to 50.9 on the ISN manufacturing index. So above 50 is still good because it is expansion, but the not so good part is it has slowed down a bit. So it might raise some red flags for traders or investors who are expecting a blockbuster report that's coming out on Friday. So that's going to be closely watched. It will indeed. The next major data point that investors are going to be looking at are job numbers. That's due out Friday. The April numbers were a huge disappointment. Actual job gains far below expectations. This week's report will show if April was a blip or the start of a trend. So what do you think? What are analysts expecting? Yeah, it's going to be bad for markets if expectations are disappointed two months in a row. And just to cast your mind back to April, it was at 266,000, just a quarter of expectations. And that was really lifted quite high with all the headlines around the recovery coming. And now going into the Friday numbers, the expectations are that it will pick up to 650,000 jobs created. We do have a couple of encouraging signs and indicators in the lead up to this. Uh, but at the same time, it's been a bit patchy as well. So if we do get a positive beat on those numbers, markets, at least sentiment, could see a bit of a boost. So that will be uh, what's in store. And of course, um, a couple of possible scenarios or reasons why we are not getting the pickup in those numbers yet. Some people are saying it's because of the enhanced unemployment benefits. So people just preferring to stay at home and enjoy the free cash. And looking at some areas that have been holding back people from taking up jobs as well, childcare obligations with COVID-19, that's going to be tough for people to get back to work. And that, you know, you have so many moving parts that could be um, the reason why job numbers are not the way they are. 
Yeah, in the meantime, millions of Americans took to the skies for Memorial Day weekend. Air travel was back up to 75% of pre-pandemic levels. It's just one more sign of how the U.S. economy is returning to normal. Do we see investors, I mean, from what we see, investors seem to be exercising caution as June kicks off. So what is your sense of which narrative is really going to dominate investor sentiment in the month ahead? Is it economic recovery, inflation fears or something else? Yeah, I'm looking to my crystal ball. <laughs> And it's a bit of everything. You've got inflation fears with the FOMC set to meet in mid-June. So the Friday jobs report will feed into this uh, meeting quite strongly where the economy is hitting. At the same time, the US dollar, that is going to be interesting to watch because it is near its lowest levels in nearly five months. So maybe that could be the... Um, turning point when we do get the FMC um, indications where things are going from here. And for the past few weeks, we have been hearing Fed officials talking about, thinking about raising rates, at least um, pulling back or scaling back the easy money policies. So that is something to watch on the US dollar front. And I think what's also going to be in the, I guess, flavor of the month or the year is Mm -hmm. the green, the ESG conversation. Mm. And in the past week, we've already heard how big companies, the oil majors, have been under pressure from shareholders, from investors, from a lot of fronts, how they need to do more and do it quickly. So that is, I think, going to be continued as the theme for June. And just overnight, there's this interesting story. Mm -hmm. Agricultural giant Cargill, they are now coming up with an invention, a wearable device for cows. So it's a bit of a mask where they can put it over their cows to trap methane gas. Wow. And that will then convert the methane gas to carbon dioxide. Mm -hmm. So all the complaints about how cows are bad for the environment may now be a thing of the past if these masks take off. And it's at $80 per mask per cow. Cow converters. <laughs> As investors assess rising vaccination rates and the return to work in much of the industrialized world, investors are going to be taking a fresh look at the so-called work-from-home stocks. Will these continue to do well or fade into the background? We have fresh indication this morning from one of the most prominent companies in the sector, Zoom. The communications platform is reporting a blowout quarter for earnings. Tell us more. Yeah, I'm looking at 190 sales growth for its first quarter. So earnings per share came in at 132, beating estimates of 99 cents. Revenue was at 956.2 million, beating estimates of 906. So a blowout quarter, but looking ahead, you are, mm, I guess, looking at some fatigue. Okay. Uh, Zoom sales figures nearly tripled in the first quarter, but the company's executives are cautioning investors of a potential slowdown. So what do you think are Zoom's best days behind them? Yeah, I'm looking at the outlook that the company is giving and it is showing a 50% revenue growth for the full fiscal year. So bearing in mind, we just talked about a 191% jump in revenue. So the best days of people jumping on Zoom may be over because everyone had this um, huge um, uh, tailwind with the COVID-19 pandemic, everyone jumping onto Zoom. So that effect may be over. And if you look at what some companies are doing now, HSBC and City Mm. have introduced so-called Zoom free days because people are just so getting tired of doing video calls, 
and it's a reflection of how people are maybe starting to scale back on video conferencing. So those growth, high growth days may be over for Zoom. I want to turn now to the so-called meme stocks. These have shot to prominence over the past year. Some say they shot to the moon. Now, stock influencer Keith Gill, better known by the moniker Roaring Kitty. Well, Keith is back online and he's cheering GameStop shares. They're up nearly 40% over the past week. And the cinema chain AMC is capitalizing on its soaring share price by doubling down on future investments. Tell us more about AMC's surprise move. Yeah, so pretty much selling some equity to the tune of $230 million and taking advantage of a huge rise in the share price to, well, take take some profit from there to help buffer its cash flow issues. So just for context, its stock has surged more than 1,100% since January. And last week, it was up more than 116%. So you have a rising stock price on very questionable fundamentals. Like with the stock price moving up so high, you expect blockbusters like Batman or all the various movies coming out. But that's not the case. You just have a big retail Reddit frenzy driven crowd just supporting the stock for, this. I guess, not much more than they are fans of AMC. So that is a big question mark where you, come, where you have to ask where is the bubble going to start, stop growing. Yeah. So that is what's happening right now. You have a huge retail support, retail investor support for AMC. And AMC is now banking on this support continuing as they make further bets on investing for the future. So that is another question mark. Can yeah. they turn around their business model? Yeah, a risky bet AMC is making on retail investors to really hold the company together. A cautionary note for investors, Mudrick Capital, the investment company that paid $230 million US million for a stake in AMC, has reportedly sold off its stock in the company after concluding that the shares are overvalued. Next time for corporate news and a game of up or down. You know how we do it. I name an asset. Ryan tells us which way he thinks it's going. Are you ready? Let's go. Top glove. All right, top glove is not having a top day. And that is because (laughs) going by the latest news, it's $1 billion Hong Kong listing has stalled. And that's because it is facing an import ban from the US over that long-running issue of... um, Misabuse of labor rights. Yeah. Okay. Top Glove billion dollar US listing in Hong Kong on hold because the company is trying to resolve those allegations of forced labor and a US ban on imports. Top Glove shares down about 17% since the start of the year. So down for me. Next up, Sinovac. Well, Sinovac, that would be an up for me because the WHO has approved its vaccine. So it's got a green light. Yeah, up for me as well on the basis of the WHO greenlighting Sinovac's COVID-19 vaccine for emergency use. This is the second Chinese vaccine to receive the green light from the WHO. Australian banks next, like Commonwealth Bank of Australia, CBA. Okay, so this is an up for me because Mm. investors can cash in on record dividends coming back. $15 billion worth. That is what they'll be giving back to investors over the next two years. Yeah, analysts looking for a banner year from Australian banks with share buybacks and strong dividend payments. CBA shares up 22% since the beginning of the year. All right, this one a little tough. Valutronics. All right, I 
I'm having a tough one deciding on this one. I would go with Up because its latest second half earnings were better than expected. I love it when we diverge. So I will go down the electronics manufacturer posting better than expected earnings, yet warning of a tough year ahead. The company's shares have also traded flat over the past month. Now, let's check in on local stocks. We're currently 16 minutes into the local trading day. Yesterday, the STI closed up three quarters of a percent at 31.87. How's it doing this morning? Yeah, taking a quick look at the STI, we are starting in the red. It's down by 0.3%, trading at 3,178 points. And a quick snapshot of how the STI looks like right now. It's pretty much split across the middle for red and green. And right at the top, we've got Genting is in the green by 2.3% at 87.5 cents. And at the bottom, DBS is now down by 1.1% at $30. And that's alongside OCBC, which is down by 0.8%. UOB, though, in the green by 0.2%. So a bit of a mixed picture for banks. And we've been talking about SingPost yesterday because their CEO... Um, has quit to pursue other interests and we saw a stock price down around 0.7% yesterday. Now it's back up again, 0.7% at 74.5 cents. So that's the picture we have right now. Thanks very much. He's Ryan Huang. I'm Michelle Martin. This is your money. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.